Hello everyone and welcome back to the Squash World. I'm your host, Juan Gonzalez. And today we're continuing on with our October festivities with another horror movie review. And now today we're talking about one of the movies that influenced the slasher genre. Um, it's It was made in 1960. Uh, it was co-produced by Paramount and Universal and it was directed by somebody that was known in the film industry as the master of suspense Mr. Alfred Hitchcock and the movie that I'm talking about as you could probably see is Psycho which starred Janet Leigh and Anthony Perkins as as one of the main characters, uh, Mr. Norman Bates, who owns the Bates Motel. So this movie, in my honest opinion, um, you know, it starts kind of slow because like it's sh showing um, how the main character, uh, Marion, uh, she, she and her boyfriend Sam, like they're having, like, an affair. Well, I, I think it's an affair, but like, he says that he's not married, so it's not an affair. But uh, they're having an affair, and Sam um, s tells Marion that he wants to marry her, but he doesn't feel like he can because he still has lots of debts to pay. And you know, Marion believes that they don't um sam doesn't have to worry about the debts because she loves him anyway and you know she's tired of having to meet him secretly in like cheap motel rooms or hotel rooms um and so and that he's ready to run away for no matter what and marion i believe works at a she works at this, um, I think, real estate agency. I'm not sure. Um, as an office clerk. And, um, you know, there's a client that comes in that is trying to close a deal. And he's trying to pay in cash $40,000. And Marion's boss, you know, he, he feels kind of worried about that. Um, so he tells Marion, just take it to the bank and deposit it there, and we'll see what we do um, on Monday, because it's on a Friday when this movie starts off. And so, you know, Marion, she has a headache, and she feels like she has to go home. And then she has the like, thoughts running through her head saying, what if I just run away? with this money and try to clear all of Sam's debts uh, and so pretty much you know that's what she is does like she she while she's leaving you know she's thinking like I I feel like this is a good thing but like it's hard for me to really go on just because the beginning like the first 20 or 30 minutes are very slow yeah okay? and they're they're very slow uh, but what i think in my humble opinion it starts picking up when she's 
um, when it's when she's driving to Fairville, which is where Sam uh, lives and that's where he works, uh, she stops at, at a motel because it is raining and she's afraid that she's probably going to crash. And so she stops at a motel. Uh, but the only motel that she sees has the lights on that says vacancy at the Bates Motel. And so she stops there. And when she see, um, when she stops there, uh, there's nobody at the manager's office. So what happens, uh, she, she goes around and sees the house and she sees a woman up there. So she beeps, she beeps. Uh, and, but, uh, the woman doesn't come out. It's her son, Norman. You know, Norman, I love his, um, character, um, like, his qualities. Because he's, like, he... He's an old, like, he's, um, he's, he's still kind of, like, a young male. Um, and his personality is, just like, he's very awkward with women. Um, and it has something to do with him, um, him and his relationship with his mother, which I'll get into later on. Uh, but, you know, when he, when he meets Marion, he's very awkward, you know, he invites, invites him, invites her to dinner, uh, you know, just them to the house, because, you know, he feels like, let me feed her, she might be hungry, because the the next diner is, I believe, 10 miles away. So he, you know, he tries to invite her for dinner. She says, yeah. Uh, and while Marion is um, cleaning um, cleaning herself up or drying herself off, she overhears an argument between mother, Mrs. Bates, and Norman. Um, and the mother starts yelling at him and calls Marion a whore and and I feel like that's something that um, the mother character does like she doesn't want any woman to be near Norman and that's like that, that's something that's like very um, you know it's, like it's common for a mom to be protective of her son you know most moms are but like the dynamic that uh, they're playing with here, it's very, um, very non-traditional. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyways, uh, Norman's like, you know what? I- I'm still gonna feed her because she's, you know, she's still, she's still hungry. Like, we'll just eat at at my at my office. Am I? And so she invites, she gets invited to the office, to, you know, right there, they're having a conversation. They talk about um, Mulder and how, how she has a, has a very tight relationship with Norman. And that Norman believes that, that she means well, but she's just not very... Um, open-minded and she, her he, he doesn't think that her mother his mother is well enough to understand that he is already grown up 
but he fears leaving her because she's not in his eyes she's not well she's very ill and that she she goes a little mad sometimes and that's what Norman says we all go a little mad sometimes and that's okay true it's very true like we all have those flaws every human has those flaws and so you know after the conversation Marion goes to shower because uh, I she feels bad for stealing the money and she she's gonna go back and try to fix everything you know give the money back and uh, pay it off whenever she spent and so while she's showering in the background we see a shadowy figure enter the bathroom and opens the curtains and starts stabbing Marion and that's when the most infamous scene in the movie is which is the shower scene and anybody that knows what I'm talking about you know the music that plays like it's very famous the like it's and the yelling and she's just you know the mother's just stab mother's just stabbing her to death and it's she just leaves goes back into the house and that's when Norman sees that mother is covered in blood and you know the whole every, like a, a bunch of stuff just transpires you know Norman fearing that if anybody finds out that mother did this she's gonna be put away and he'll and he doesn't like that because he feels like nobody else could really take care of her and see and like see what's like truly wrong right and so in my opinion i feel like norman like norman and mother have a very unique relationship um you know like he would do anything to protect his mother and that's like that's something that i mean most people would do like they would protect their parents but not to the extent that he's going to you know he's covering up a murder trying to erase all evidence that she was ever there uh, she, um, I think he's, he drowns, he fucking, yeah, drowns the car that she was in into a swamp that's near the house. Which is like, I, that's something that I'm like, how is there a swamp near a house? Like, I, I, I get it, you know, in the 1960s, you know, there's different architectural landscapes. I'm having a swamp near a house, that's, that's, that's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. You know, oh, like this is a little picture right here of the car that he drowned, that he you know, sinks into the bottom of the sea. Uh, you know, you know, my shirt has a lot of scenes from the movie, and uh, and it's something that you know, like I I really do love this shirt. You know, it shows a lot of scenes. Um, 
I'm trying my best to hide the, this part right here because we're not getting into that yet. Um, but yeah, like it's a whole thing. Um, a private investigator comes to talk to Norman about if he saw Marion or anything, because um, the client that was depositing the forty thousand uh, dollars, she he wants the money back, and he hired a private investigator to try to try to catch her and um, bring her back to Arizona. Uh, sadly, the private investigator does not survive his encounter because it looks like Mother kills him because he doesn't, she does not want anybody to know where Marion was and if they get caught, Mar um, Mother just goes to, goes and gets in institutionalized. Uh, but yeah, you know, like overall, you know, the movie is very, it's very good, you know, like, it, uh, there's, here's a little trivia fact, Alfred Hitchcock said that he had this whole marketing plan for the movie, and that was that anybody who's standing in line, you know, they get their ticket, it says what time they have to report to the theater. After that time, no one else can enter the theater because he wanted the movie to not be like nobody he didn't want nobody to know the ending of it, you know. And since it was based on a book, he had the studios buy the books and so he could keep them so that nobody knew the ending of the film. And this is what the ending is. So, Marion's sister goes with Sam, the boyfriend, to investigate Norman and like, talks to him. And so they pose as a married couple. And while, and they devise a plan. Uh, Sam distracts Norman and talks and tries to distract him while, Mary, um, uh, while the sister uh, goes into the house to try to get answers from Mother. And they're like, he, they go through the house, uh, Norman uh, finally figures out that that's what they're doing, knocks out Sam, goes into, goes and tries to find um, Marion's sister and you know he's trying to find her and Marion's sister goes into into I'm, it's the cellar I think it's the cellar it might be the basement I'm not sure it's one of them and she she finds Mrs. Bates and taps her on the shoulder and the chair just spins around and what she sees has to be the most clever thing that anybody has done in film history 
It's a dead body, and it's Mrs. Bates' decomposed body. It's Mrs. Bates' decomposed body. It's a skeleton. Mrs. Bates has been dead the whole time. And who comes in but Norman dressed up as mother, ready to kill Marion's sister. And so it turns out that all the murders that happened were by Norman, but he assumed the mother persona to do the murders because he had, I guess he has a split personality disorder, you know, anytime he feels like like feelings for women or like anything you know when he wants her when he wants them the mother persona in his head takes over and does anything that she can possibly to get rid of them and in in almost all the occasions she kills them and then Norman Norman's persona of mother kills them and then after that he reverts back to Norman and cleans up the mess that she makes and it's something that you know it's very good like when I first watched this I watched this without knowing anything like I just want like it was you know like this was years ago but like I, I'm a big I'm a, I'm a big Universal fan, horror fan, like, you know, so when I first watched them and this, the twist came out, I was like, fuck, it's like, it really, it's like a psychological thriller horror movie, like, you really think that it's Mother doing all of this and Norman is just being a good boy and covering up for us, but no, it's been Norman the whole time. Because Mother has been dead for the past, I believe it's 10 years. And so it's very, it's very like a very psychological film. And I feel like, you know, Mr. Hitchcock does a very great job at portraying this, like showing this to the audience, like, it was something that it was a big masterpiece and it's very influential now like it's seen as the first ever slasher film um well it was like one of the first you know because and you know overall i feel like you know it spanned a bunch of like i believe three sequels and they reimagined it into a TV series where Freddie Highmore and Vera Farmiga, I think that's her name. Um, and, you know, the show goes into a little bit more deeper into the, psych like the, the psyche of both Norman and Norma, because it's a prequel to this movie right here. And so overall, it's like, you know, 
is starting the flash the, the, the slasher genre um you know it was then followed by uh, black christmas and then we had texas chainsaw massacre and then we had halloween and then we had many many more and so you know for me personally it's a very great movie it's maybe in my top 10 um movies overall uh but it's probably like in my top 20 of horror movies just because like yeah like there's a lot of aspects to it that make you but like if anybody watches this and you go in blindly not knowing the twist at the end I can bet you that you will be so surprised and that you, you'll be like damn this is a great great twist but yeah you know um, overall I would give this film an 8.5 on my rating scale you know it's a great movie Again, a great movie to ease yourself into the horror genre. But the next, the next film, well, the next time you see me, it's gonna be after I watch Halloween Ends, and I'll probably do a video on the whole series as as a whole instead of just one movie. So. Yeah, next time it's gonna be it's gonna be me talking about the Halloween series as a whole, and you know hopefully um, Halloween ends. Like I'm not gonna spoil it because I know lots of people are gonna watch it. But you know next week uh, just look out for that. And uh, thank you for listening to this and seeing this video. Again, uh, I'm trying something new here. And I am uploading video podcasts for this whole series. And if, you know, you guys like it, I'll keep doing more, you know. Like, we'll probably do, like, video podcasts about, uh, about other topics once Eddie comes back. So, yeah, uh, thank you, and um, have a wonderful day.